Another day is here, and you're ready for it. What to wear? Check. Breakfast, lunch, and dinner? Check. Planning for what's next and how to save for it? That's where Bank of America can help. For your financial to-dos, Bank of America has experts ready to help get you closer to your goals. Get started at one of our local financial centers or 24-7 in our mobile banking app. Find a location near you at bankofamerica.com slash talk to us. What would you like the power to do? Mobile banking requires downloading the app and is only available for select devices. Message and data rates may apply. Bank of America and a member FDIC. Nothing beats $12 a day parking. The cheapest, most convenient and flexible option. Summer Breakfast. Good morning. Welcome to Summer Breakfast. Julian DeStoop and Simon O'Donnell with you once more. I won't talk about the weather and whether it's cloudy or sunny uh, like I did yesterday, uh, Simon, because that was a bit embarrassing. But uh, good morning after what's been a pretty dramatic uh, 24 hours in sport. Good morning, Simon. Morning, Jules. How you going? Nice to be here. Yeah. Bit breezy out there this morning. Is it a bit breezy? You can generally tell where the breeze is blowing. You feel it. Yeah, you don't have to look at a breeze. No, you don't have to look up. Windy. It's overcast. It's pitch black. Mm. Uh, Morning to you. Uh, I don't know. What's the controversy? Oh, dramatic. Oh, we had an NFL player collapsing and getting CPR. And then obviously uh, not comparing the two because one is literally uh, life and death. But uh, what we saw in the BBL last night, the man cad, bit of drama, bit of tension between the Stars and the Renegades. Good for the competition. A bit of booing. Wonder why they booed. It's a pretty strong boo, wasn't it? From a, it was a strong given boo. it was a predominantly Melbourne Stars crowd, you would think that included some Melbourne Stars fans that weren't happy with what Adam Zampa did. What stopping a bloke at a three metre head start? Mm. I don't understand. I, I don't... think that's. I think it's quite legal. Mm. I never knew the vertical arm rule was there. I had no idea. When did that come in? We need to find that out. Hopefully, Ian Smith will be able to tell us a bit later. It's going to be new, I reckon. Uh, it's, I don't know. I was the same. The I was watching. Go. Why are they going to the third umpire? He's clearly out. Yeah. He's clearly out of his crease. So, yeah, I, I thought. Oh, well, it's done. He's out. And then, whoops! Hang on. I know his arm was gone through with the bowling action. I thought, when did that come in? Yeah. I didn't even knew that rule existed. No, he did it. I. So it exists, and that was the way it is. But I thought Adam Zampa was well within his rights to stop Tom Rogers from doing that. The bit that fascinates me is that Dave Hussey, yes. the coach, said no matter what happened, we would have I would have elected to call him back. I'm not sure Adam Zampa was thinking that. Oh, Adam Zampa <laughs> definitely wasn't thinking that. <laughs> I don't think they're on so the same the page coach there. And the captain, I don't think they were reading the same fine print uh, as each other once it happens. That's the interesting probably bit for me that it's not the way we want to play. You think, wow, okay, well, what, are we just going to let the opposition mm. take off before you bowl it and give them a four-metre advantage? Huss, we're not going to do that. Mm. And you want captain and coach on the same page, don't you? But I just don't see how you just let a side get away with that. Mm. And, and if, if we go down Huss's trail, that's exactly what we're mm. doing. So, look, fellas, we're not going to man you, so it doesn't matter. Just take off. Or does he mean that – because – I don't think there was a warning. Or from, doing it within the rules. There was no warning from Zampa to Rogers. I know, but maybe that's what David Hussey was it's thinking. Cheating. Why does he have to bowl it from the full hey, I'm with length you. of the pitch? I agree. I find it fascinating how people keep sticking up for the bloke who isn't watching the ball, 
isn't paying attention to the rules of the game, yet we're all held to account by them. But the non-striker isn't. Stuff the non-striker, I say. I agree. He's he's trying to get an advantage. Jerry Jerry Bipel. And I thought, again, Adam Zamper explained it really well in the paper this morning. And he got two of the ball before when he shouldn't have. Mm. Because he, he he took a two and a half three meter advantage. Yeah, he didn't want. He wanted to be off strike. So oh, he, I thought it was a ripper. I thought it was great. Good, good for the, good on you, Zamps. Good for the competition. Oh, you know what Zamps does? Spits too much. Spitter, but lots. Mm. Not a great look. The is camera it? was on him a lot last night. Mm. It's just a little. And you think I want him to stop that? It's a bad look. It's not a great look. The the serial spitter is it? Yeah, it's just one of those little. I reckon it's a habit that he doesn't know he does. One of those things that he just... He, yeah, I'm sure he, yeah. Un, it's know, an it's unconscious thing. thing. Mm-hmm. Ugh. No, yeah, not nice. Bad look. Well, he might have poked the wrong bear, Adam Zampa. He did he a Dean Jones. And Kirtley Ambrose. He's come bang, gone bang. Best figures in BBL history for a renegade. Five for 16. Stars got thumped in the end. So might have turned the game into some sort of strange mm. way. Well, I, I, I thought it was good. Put some... It's good to put the cheaters on notice that we're there. We're ready for you. And now we won't roll the arm over. We'll just go into our bowling action and take mm. the bars off and say cheery bye. <laughs> Gates over there. Well, as your, uh, as your uh, new man at St Kilda, Ross Lyon, would always say, is this a, a classic case of um, execute one to educate a thousand? Is that what's happening here? Let's just bring it into the consciousness and then the bats... The batters will have to think about doing it. Yeah. We've had Stark and now we've had Zampa. I like that. Stark like and Zampa get on the phone. Are they mates? They're both from New South Wales. The good thing about Zampa is because he's a spinner, he hasn't got the momentum of Stark. Stark probably has to do it as he's going into his action. Yeah, and correct. Just knock him over mm. without sort of trying to going into the full action and having to come back to the stumps. He's got to do it as he goes into his action, um, whereas Zamps can stop. He doesn't have the same momentum. He says, cheery bye to Tommy yeah. Rogers. <laughs> See you later. <laughs> See you later. So we'll play the how it all unfolded uh, shortly. But we mentioned there that he might have uh, poked the wrong bear, the Melbourne Stars captain. So Tom Rogers comes back, gets a wicket with the first ball. They were three for 11. He had the first three wickets. He ends up with five for 16. So he faced the, the press afterwards as the captain of the Melbourne Stars. And he was asked, Adam Zampa, did he, uh, did he fire up uh, Tommy Rogers from the Renegades? Yeah, maybe it did. I said that to him at the end of the game. But I said, did I, did I fire up, buddy? Um, yeah, he bowled, he bowled really well. Yeah, um, yeah I, I don't know if, if I did fire him up, but yeah, he he, um, he was definitely the pick of the bowlers tonight. Yep, mm. he definitely Super fired nice. him up. Uh, good win for the Renegades uh, in the end. Takes him up to third on the table. Stars uh, languishing in, in seventh, two and five. I, I thought at the halfway mark the Stars had done pretty well. They kept them through a pretty low total. Yeah, they should, I, they should yep, get that. Yep. I must. I agree. I agree. I thought you know, momentum, amazing thing, and we were looking at. I remember during the twenty twenty World Cup, those batters one and two are so important mm. to you getting a good total. It just it, ninety nine times out of a hundred, if one of those two get through to a fifteen or seventeen overs, you're getting a really good high ones, maybe into a twos total. But if they don't. And you know, you're chasing your tail from the start. It's really hard to get that momentum if you come in over four and you're, you know, you're one for sixteen. Gee, it's tough to mm. turn that around. It Sh- really is. Sean Marsh, another soft tissue injury last night. He's had a lot. Oh. You know, lucky. Yeah. 
with his body. Mitch is he's out. Yeah, too. Mitch he's is out as well. What did he have his ankle done? Didn't he or something? Yeah, yeah. So he's not playing he's any BBL. Had some ankle pain. Mm. Um, mm. might. Yeah, Sean's not getting any younger, is he? Not. No. 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 Very unlucky. Thirty odd last night. Mm. Seemed to be hitting them all right. Then didn't take the field. Not a good day for uh, young Sean. Uh, good day for the BBL, really. You got forty thousand there. It's a good crowd. Was wasn't it? Controversy, which it needs. Love it. And uh, the announcement early in the day that uh, when this new rights deal comes in, um, season drops from sixty-one to forty-three games. Mm. That's a good thing. Yeah, good thing. Less is more. Yep, less is more. Mm. Maybe attracts a little more international interest now mm-hmm. with lesser games, lesser period of time to yep. be committed. So I, I think that all works well. Uh, it's good to see everyone's you know friendly again. Sevens padding. Cricket Australia on the mm-hmm. back. Cricket Australia is patting seven on the back, mm. and we're all friends. What about uh, the statement from uh, Paramount yesterday saying they never actually officially put a bid in? Well, they probably don't want their brand trashed. Oh, like it's come being on. Trashed, no one's going to believe that. Who's believing they didn't actually put a bid in? But you're saying you don't believe it. They come out and make a statement, and you just say it's untrue. I do. So... <laughs> And so, I think most people would say the same. Well, and maybe so. But so what's the point? They don't want to be beaten by a rival, so they, they, they'd rather we say got, we didn't, but we know we didn't you got, put in the whole We know you got bid. beaten. If you're a we passionate don't. Paramount fan, don't you want to see your, your boys in there having a go? Passionate Paramount <laughs> fans. I'm not sure they've got that club going yet, the passion, passionate Paramount fan. I'll tell you what Paramount will do in 10 years' time. They'll be running the show. Or one of their mates will be. We spoke about that. Yeah, we did, yep. The streaming services. Don't know know how the others keep going. Mm. The money is not... uh, It is not... There, so, so be- I wouldn't be kicking Paramount. You might. I'm might, not kicking we Paramount. Might just need them at some stage. You and I, Jules. You yeah, know, probably just to, will. <laughs> just to hang out with them a bit. You know what I'm saying? Hey, what's this coming through from Tony? Uh, Julian, well, now of course, yesterday we spoke about uh, you know what is there more interest in the EPL or the NFL? You thought people would say the NFL, and in the end, the poll suggested that the EPL was slightly more popular. Uh, soccer expert. Julian Simon on his show last night, uh, of course, the uh, Sporting Flame was asked by Smitty, are you interested in the NFL? Simon's reply, a passing interest. This after the brouhaha of Simon and Tom Brady yesterday wanting NFL updates. Tony and East Bentley. Say that again. <laughs> so he's just suggesting you said on the Sporting Flame last night that you're, you've only got a passing interest in the NFL. Oh, yeah, Even not, though you I'm were not. very passionate about Tom Brady yesterday. Well, only passionate about Tom Brady because of his partner, his new partner. I did see that. Yeah, he's moved on, he's moved on quickly. So be assured, I wasn't. You know, I, I love Tom Brady, what he does, but I don't watch all the, the Buccaneers he's with, isn't he? That's right. I don't watch all their games, no. and I didn't watch all the New Orleans. Or what was the other one? The um, I've got the hat on. You've got the hat on, and you got you don't even know the name of the cool? team, yeah. the New England Patriots. That's it. That's mm. the one. You got the new, new bit, right? You got the, the new, new bit, line, right? So I thought you'd barrack for New Orleans. About it. We, Jimmy and I mentioned yesterday. He was sort of because of his partner. Mm. Tom's. She's twenty six. He was never going to be short of offers. Tom got a bit going for him. Yeah, well, mm. probably got about half as much going for him as he used to have. 
Yes, that's true. <laughs> but I was talking about, you know, um, he's quite genetically blessed, oh, Tom. Okay, I think women okay, find okay, Tom okay, gotcha, quite gotcha. easy on the mm-hmm. eye. Mm-hmm. Yeah. No, uh, yes, Tom, well, I find Tom easy on the eye. He is. He's a good-looking man. Yeah, There's good nothing wrong with saying that. But no, it was that. So that's that was the mm. context we were talking about, Tom, yesterday. Mm. Oh, you were carrying on like a two bob watch, like you're a I big NFL fan. On. I just wanted to see what was more important. Mm. You know, what people mm. enjoyed more because mm. we also discussed yesterday that it's if you're not a dyed in the wool fan of EPL, it's hard to find it. Get an Optus Sports subscription. No, I haven't got one. No, I'm not saying, but it's not hard to get one if you're a fan. Yeah, it just goes and backs up what we were talking about, that the world's going to change. It is changing. It is changing. Now, the world changed uh, for uh, a young man by the name of Daniel Beckman yesterday at the Portsea Pro-Am. So when we spoke to Brendan Goddard yesterday, we spoke about the prizes. One was a $60,000 car and the other one was 100000 bucks. And Daniel Beckman uh, nailed it. He's going to join us uh, later on in the show. He's described it as life-changing. And I guess for a pro trying to make his way, hundred grand is significant cash. Uh, and he's got an interesting backstory. Ian Smith, a uh, former uh, opponent of yours, SEN Cricket commentator is going to join us as we build up to the the uh, the third test. Still don't know the Australian lineup, which is uh, normally declared the day before by the captain who didn't want to declare it yesterday. Yeah, I think we're we're no bowling. Scotty's out. I think the I don't think we're going to get the wild think, thing either. Yeah, I think Scotty's out. I don't think we. No, I don't think we can get the wild thing. Josh is in. Scotty's out. Renshaw's in. Renshaw's Agar's in. in. Agar's in. Mm. It's too nice a bloke, Pat Cummins. He, he, when he tries to lie, he's not very good at it. This was him yesterday. Uh, no, I don't. Today? Um, yeah, 2023, doing things a bit differently. Um, no, we're, we're, we're settled on our 11, but we're just going to let everyone know. You're not going to tell us? Is that the strategic reason? Oh, it's more. Make sure all the players know first, and um, yeah, we'll probably announce it tomorrow at the toss. I think it's a bit different to most Aussie wickets. Um, so, yeah, you know, especially with a couple of injuries... Um, you know, missing green in particularly, try and have to dice it up a, a bit differently. Um, but no, we're, we're pretty confident with the hour 11. What do you make of that? Uh, I make it that just to add a bit of spice to his press conferences these days, he just makes sure he does it in front of the roller. <laughs> yes, he did. Yes. Got to have the rolling Gotta noise the roll. in the background. Make sure you know you're at a cricket pitch and it's being prepared for a big match. There you go. Mm. You need to do what AFL coaches do. Just just lie. Oh, we haven't had match committee yet. And then they mentioned 10 blokes' names that aren't even in the frame. They're not playing. They know they're not playing. But just to keep the theatre going. <clears throat> so uh, anyway, we think we know the 11. Uh, as we just said, uh, Renshaw, uh, Agar, no Boland. Hazelwood comes back in. No Morris. Uh, that's the way it looks like it is going to go. Also joining us on the show today, the Bay Crits. What a finish. Fairy tale finish for Brenton Jones. Won the stage yesterday. And uh, uh, won by the barest margins. Uh, his opponent, well, not opponent, but nearest rival. Uh, who was the guy that won the stage the day before? Uh, Frizzly. If he finished second, he would have knocked him off. He finished third by n- nothing. Right on the line, got nubbed. And it went up to a count back. And because Jones won two stages and Frizzly won one, 
Jones wins. So his final event goes out a winner, wins it for the second time after last winning it in 2014. So well done to Brenton Jones. He will join us uh, later on the show. Just a reminder before we go to the break too, this summer, play Who's Got the Power with Tyre Power and SEN. Just guess the number of boundaries in each test. That's hard to do. And you could win a $100 ballpark entertainment voucher and a $100 Tyre Power voucher. Place your guess now at I Can Win. Dot com dot au. Uh, this is Summer Breakfast with Julian DeStoot. Matthew Cox is back on the buttons after a s- solid performance yesterday. Very, very solid. And I'm so- lis- yeah, I'm looking forward to listening to the podcast. I missed yesterday oh, on his show. So. Mm. Listen to it on the drive home. And uh, Simon O'Donnell. Nothing beats $12 a day parking, the cheapest, most convenient and flexible option. Summer Breakfast. Welcome back to the show. Simon, I'm a bit worried about the weather in Sydney today. Yeah. Uh, I don't know how much cricket we're going to get in. Uh, 10 to 20 mils today, 5 to 10 on Friday, says uh, Donnie off the 40 Wings Temper. Get involved. Uh, 0433981116, Consumer's Choice winner. Temper mattresses, pillows, and adjustable bases conforms to the exact shape of your body. So uh, let's hope Sydney's weather's a bit kinder than the forecast. Yeah, the bomb is saying mid-morning this morning those showers are going to start in Sydney. Mm. Let's, fingers crossed, that's not the case. Enough of rain interfering with sport. Mm. Happens a bit up in Sydney. It, it crucified the 2020 World Cup. Oh, absolutely. Just just flattened it. Mm. Still a good tournament, but uh, no, it made it. Yeah, made it difficult. Uh, Go away. Now this is a challenge for the stats gurus out there, like a Sir Swamp Thing, uh, who's very good. Uh, Tom Rogers bowled Tom Rogers last night. Mm. How often would that happen? I would venture to say that could be the first. Could time. be. <laughs> if anyone knows the answer, uh, send it through. Zero four double three. Tom Rogers is Ringwood that got bowled. Yes, that's right. He's Ringwood opening bat. Tom Rogers, the Tasmanian. Mm. Mm. So I wouldn't think they've played against each other before. I don't think so. So I'm going to go with first time ever. Surely. Mm, could be. Yeah, probably. That's probably the favourite. Are you saying same name, same name? Yeah, same name, same that name. So it was, it, no, it could be Ian Smith, Ian JDS, Smith. JDS, JDS. Mm. Gotcha. Yeah. It's probably unlikely that it's happened before. Anything ever? Did you ever fire up the wrong person in sport? Uh, give us a call as well, one three hundred seven three six. Uh, seven three six. If you if you ever fired up the wrong person in a, in a game of sport, or, or others that have done the same thing, Dean Jones immediately came to mind last night with Curtly Ambrose poking the wrong bear at the wrong time. Did you ever do it? Look, just a little poke one day to Clive Lloyd in Adelaide. Just a little poke, little poke from a little smart Alec. You, yeah. you poked the next Clive. one. You poked Millie, Clive Lloyd. I poked him. Poked him. How? Clive. I just poked him. What did you say? I or poked do. him. The next two went back over my head at quite a rapid rate, <laughs> and they were quite low flying. Right. I think there was an intention there to, an actual intention there to hurt me, which I, I thought was out of order from Clive. <laughs> Stiff cheddar. Well, what did you say to him? I remember what I said, but why would you do that? I didn't say anything to him ever, ever, ever. Why again. would you do it to Clive Lloyd? I don't know. He, he must have annoyed me, mm. or I annoyed him, and he said something to me, and I said he something back. I, I can't remember exactly what the situation was, but I poked him the wrong way, and he 
he tried he hit missiles at me. He must have been which a was unfair. Real spring chicken playing against Clive Lloyd. He was. Mm. What, teenager? Late teens? Mm. I mean my first year. Did you get him out in the, in the end? I don't think so. <laughs> not that day. Yes, it's sitting not, a, not one that comes to memory. Sitting and low darts back at your head. A, he seemed to take quite a liking to my straight pace. Mm. And I want to say that that's straight medium pace. Yes. And generally, when you're medium pace and they're straight, there's not a lot going for you. Very little. No. <laughs> Very little. Not against one of the all-time greats. I wouldn't have thought it was a pretty powerful hitter in his day. He had a he had, the handle of his bat was about seriously. It was like two and a half, three inches width, and he'd have about six grips on it. It was it was a most he had the biggest hands I'd ever seen. Biggest hands I'd ever seen. It's just your ball used to look like a marble in his hand, mm. but he had this this bat with. You remember him was really loose limbed, yeah, loose wristed. That's right. And when yeah. he got hold of him, they just stayed hit. He loved hitting straight, and oh, he's a beautiful player, mm. a lovely man, really nice man. Mm. Good to get to know him later on in life. Yes, uh, yeah, in probably better circumstances. Yeah, quite, where he wasn't trying to knock your head off. Quite right. Mm. It was yeah, it was terribly. I, he's never apologised to me for trying to hurt mm. me either. Does he? Should he apologise? I don't think so. Well, we don't know what you said, I so, really don't think so you might have deserved it. Oh, here we go. God In the nineties, did Mark Atkinson, Atkinson WA bowl to Mark Atkinson Tasmania? We well, might have bowled That's to him. We're we need you, to, Rod. We need, we need, Rod, we need to know answer. if he got him out. I'm sh- Come on, That's, Rod. It's not I just about it's playing against each other. Another one here, different sport, but has the two Tom Lynches played against each other in that position? I wouldn't have thought because they're both forwards. Tom Lynch of Richmond and the former Adelaide Crow and Saint Tom Lynch. So I don't think they would have played on each other. No, no. I think you'll get a sense that there'll be a lot more of those sort of naming collisions in footy than there will be in crew. I would have thought so. Yeah. I don't remember two blokes with the same name. Well, this one, that's not a bad suggestion here from Brooksy. This, this could have happened. Brooksy, one of the best producers in the business. He's pushing his own buttons. Did Nathan Brown, of course, a former Melbourne defender... Small defender, play on Nathan Brown, the former small forward from the Western Bulldogs and the Richmond Tigers. That could have happened. Mm. That could have yeah, happened. That could have happened. Mm. Could have happened. Mm, so that's possible. Stevie J, Stevie J once, I remember that. He waltzed into an open goal against St Kilda. Just thought he was cruising and then he got run down from behind. He didn't, it was being a bit of a smart aleck. Who did? Stevie J. Sort of turned around, thought he was just wandering in, and then I think it was Shane Savage, might have been, just came from nowhere and ran him down. So was trying to poke in a the final, bear. was it? No, not a final, just a normal game. When oh, we here beat, we go. When we beat them at um, uh, Metricon years ago, there in the final round before the finals, was it? Metricon? I don't know. I'm in Gold Coast. Oh, no. What's the one called here? At Geelong. No. Marvel Stadium. Marvel. I think it might have been in a drawn game you two played. I reckon, from memory. Poked Damien Fleming in a subbies grand final. He got a duck after coming off a semi-final 100. I walked out to bat eight for 16 and Fleming was bowling quick and swinging it, says Big Rude. <laughs> Tom Rogers has got Tom Rogers out four times. In the BBL. It says Tom Rogers has got Tom Rogers out four times. Mm. Not in the BBL. Surely not. That's unbelievable. <laughs> I don't know if Tom Rogers played a lot of first-class cricket. The, the Ringwood Tom Rogers. Mm. 
I know he's he's played some practice games and whatever for Victoria. I haven't seen him make his first class debut. I don't think, but I, I no, I I could be proven wrong very quickly. Oh, because nine seven nine seven two. Please uh, text some more information yes, uh, on that one on the forty wings tip. Okay, time for a news update, which means it's time for us to get a McCafe coffee. Here's Anna in the newsroom.